live your life, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Conspiracy Farm, where we don't start the conspiracies, we just add the water. And now your host of the most state-of-the-art, most informed podcast on the interweb, I present to you Pat Militage and Jeffrey Wilson. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for Yeah, rear naked choke of Cocker Spaniel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Change the neighborhood up. Conspiracy Farm. Go. Check it out. All right, Jeffrey and I are back again. We are riding together without a guest right now because we periodically do these newspaper articles, the headlines, the things going on behind the scenes that we want to get into detail about a myriad of different different subject matter. And there's a lot going on, Jeff. There's a lot going on. As always, the lunatics in the crystal cathedrals, the crystal castles, uh, <laughs> the elites are constantly conjuring stuff up, right? Yeah, man, we're, we're, we're dealing with some dark artists, man, and we're going to get into a little bit of it today as it, as it mostly relates to our children, but you know, we probably will spin off into some other stuff, but what do you got on the plate there? Well, I mean, ultimately it always comes back to the children, no matter what. And what we would, Without what we would, what we would hope is that over almost three years of this ridiculousness that some fathers would step up and stand up for their children's freedoms. I mean, this is what this is what I've tried to explain to people from early on is look man, stand up early, stand up, get it done and go through a little bit of pain early on and shut this stuff down, but people just aren't aware enough obviously. Their loops of information are different than ours. Uh the glasses that they wear, that the lenses that they view the world is obviously much different than ours. And so, you know, it's we are where we are, so we just try to urge people. Look, there there are some things coming down the pipe here, and and there's some some things that you can do along with your neighbors and community members to to not allow it to happen. Just simply peaceful non-compliance, right, Jeff? No, without a doubt. And I know this is something that has bothered you for some time. I mean, any you know, paternal instinct is is going to kick in and want to protect your children. And we've been dealing with this for some time now, a lot of the madness. And I know, I, I, again, I know that's been something that's bothered you. And, you know, I mean, I don't know if there's any way for people to chime in, go to our, um, go to our uh, Twitter page and follow us on self-defense warrior, uh, self-defense warrior podcast. It's on there. You can find it, but just chime in on, on your thoughts on this. I was saying, you know, most moms and dads do definitely, want to protect our children excuse me but we've just we've seen the the we've seen the blatant assault on them for many for many years now like you said and i've thought to myself even though a lot of our hearts and minds are in the right place i think we've just gotten way too comfortable as moms dads as just people in our country the standard that we used to have of like uh, i don't know if you've seen the viral video of uh, f around and find out you know what i mean it's like you know your, your proportion of finding out is going to be the proportionate to how much you've effed around and they've effed around for a long time and they just haven't found out because there's been no real clapback. And a lot of that, I found it so scary, especially during the school board meetings. When you saw the mama bear standing up, I thought that was going to be like some serious smoke that they were going to see when the mama bears start clapping back at these school board meetings. But they wind up labeling them as potential domestic terrorists. And I think it's just next level of insanity to, to label somebody who's trying to protect their kids against some of this stuff. But I don't know. Man, we're, we're, like you said, we're in crazy times, and there's more to come as we're going to get into this article you sent me today, which is essentially 
if if anybody knows about what event 201 was leading up to the pandemic and COVID, et cetera, they have a version two coming along that uh, Pat's going to get into. We're going to talk a little bit about it. Yeah. So, the you know, the alarming rhetoric that's in this, in this, you know, yeah, it's, it's mind numbing. So here's, here's catastrophic contagion, John Hopkins University Center for Health Security in a partnership with World Health Organization, and of course, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, who were part of Event 201, conducted Catastrophic Contagion, a pandemic tabletop exercise at the Grand uh, Grand Challenges Annual Meeting in Brussels, Belgium, on October 23rd, 2022. The extraordinary group of participants, listen how they talk about themselves, the extraordinary group of participants of course consisted of 10 current and former health ministers and senior public health officials from Senegal, Rwanda, Nigeria, Angola, Liberia, Singapore, India, Germany, as well as Bill Gates, co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. I didn't know that Bill was a health expert or ever was. Um if he was, he would have been teaching people how to grow food and dig wells in Africa instead he was injecting them. Well, it's a Interesting that he viruses out of his software, but yeah, he's trying to tell us to how to keep viruses out of our body. But you know, we digress. But and yeah. again, those players you just mentioned, John Hopkins, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, WHO, these are the exact same players who simulated or basically uh, conducted the event uh, two hundred one. And, and again, if people are going to be like, "Hey, run these kind of preemptive war games to kind of see how we would behave in certain scenarios," I mean, I get that. But the fact that when when uh, COVID popped off. It was event 201 with all these players saying the exact way how COVID was going to play out. Supposedly it was a wet market, pay, whatever it was. It was that the exact same thing, thing saying that COVID was. And it, it was just a little bit too coincidental because at the same time, Bill Gates was running um, a docuseries on Netflix on surviving a pandemic or something like that. This is all within weeks of everything really popping off. So it's yeah, very alarming to see. These, it's, it was a, exactly. Yeah, it, you know, again, I was, you know, I've been involved in television for 15 years and you've been involved in film and television. It's called a rehearsal for what you know yeah. is coming. It's pretty simple. They, for sure. Obviously, you know, knowing that, then you automatically know it was a bioweapon that was released and then just enough to scare the shit out of people. And then the real bioweapon was, of course, going to be developed, which we talked about in the injections, and therefore the solution was to not get the injection. And if we rewind, never put the mask on and never lock your business down. Therefore, they have no reason to print trillions of dollars and put us into an economic tailspin, right? Then the bankers don't have which, an excuse. Which, All of it's tied which we're No, it is, and we're still feeling the effects of it. But now here they are, essentially, years later, you know, I, see, I saw the um, – a post or some article about how there's more people in the hospital now, not from COVID, but from the flu and from this new uh, something else, some kind of another respiratory in- infection that's apparently having people hospitalized in huge numbers. I saw a gentleman, I talked to a gentleman the other day, he knows a doctor, and he said he had over, within the week, he had 175 kids in his office for whatever this new respiratory infection is. So and we're obviously are- seeing this. This is just one one doctor, one doctor. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is where, so um, an email went out from the Bettendorf, Iowa school, uh, the, the public school system, to parents. And I still have one child left in the public school system. And it said, you know, there's been a, you know, 
considering the high numbers of sicknesses that we have going on in the Bentner school system, um, so there's a huge spike. Now, of course, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. um, the flu vaccine was given to, you know, a massive number of children within the Bentner school system. I asked my nine-year-old how many kids actually got up and walked to the gymnasium to be lined up for this, you know, flu vaccine. And she's, I said, how many kids stayed in the room with you? And she said, I think it was three. So the vast majority of her classmates, after the past three years, nearly three years, of being able to actually seek out information and hear it, people are still lining their children up to get inoculated with whatever they're <clears throat> putting in these poor children's bodies. And so here, here's well, and where the rest of this. Sorry. Before COVID, the flu vaccine was so blissfully ineffective. No, I'm sorry. The flu vaccine normally every year, even before COVID, it's was ineffective, ineffective every time. I've said it for decades. Well, they I've don't they it. don't know which strain of the avian flu, which is essentially essentially the flu that we're going to have this year. So they're just right. literally playing Russian roulette with our lives, and especially they our mix four or five. Sorry, they mix four or five um, antiquated versions of the flu, and they'll inject it in everybody. And, you know, you see the signs everywhere at all the stores and everything and the pharmacies and, you know, get your flu vaccine, get your flu vaccine, get your flu vaccine. And then everybody ends up getting the flu, right? And then in the spring they go, oh, it turns out, you know, we didn't get it right again this year. Every single year, every single year. Every year, this, every year. Right? And people just aren't aware enough to catch on. And it's it's very troubling. But here's the rest of the language, these two paragraphs. This is where it gets alarming. Yeah. The exercise simulated a series of World Health Organization emergency health advisory board meetings addressing a fictional pandemic set in the, in the very near future. Participants grappled with how to respond to an epidemic located in one part of the world that then spread rapidly, becoming a pandemic with a higher fatality rate than COVID-19 and here's, here's where it is, and disproportionately affecting children and young people. Participants were challenged to make urgent policy decisions with limited information in the face of uncertainty. Each problem and choice had serious health, economic, and social ramifications. So, yeah, these nut jobs are now planning to use our children to lock us down because, again, before it was, you know, don't get grandma and grandpa sick. Now it's going to be save the children. You are. I was just going to say, and they, they, they flipped the script right there because before it was like, no, don't worry about it. Kids aren't really going to be affected by COVID, which they necessarily weren't. It was really the vaccine, which did them. Not did them. It was on in, but it was, but yeah, now, now they flipped the script and now they're coming after the children, which is just, yeah, I'm sorry. Well, there was, there was a screenshot from that same thing you sent me, and it was uh, countries should prioritize efforts to increase trust in government and public health, improve public health communication efforts, improve, increase the resiliency of populations to misleading information, and reduce the spread of harmful information. In future pandemics, we should continue to expect even more major disruptions from misinformation and disinformation. The WHO can be a globally trusted source, and it can share science and information widely i we well again they're already getting in front of this and they're setting it up for any kind of contrary narrative to what they're about to lay out is going to be considered disinformation probably russian propaganda whatever they're going to say it's going to be some some serious nonsense yeah and what's what they're talking you're what what you're referring to as far as the the new sickness that's going up around is called rsv and it's, RSV, it's yes that's it yeah respiratory um 
syncytial virus is is I believe the way it's pronounced. Uh, respiratory illnesses that are that are going around with kids, and you know, luckily again, my kids are you know have immune systems of of Clydesdale, so they just got the sniffles a little bit and stuff, while everybody else's <laughs> kids are getting super sick. And I, I just, I just pray that people will. Hey, let's do this. Let's, as a group of people, um, maybe just do something different for your health, like eat correctly and take some supplements and exercise, you know, because obesity is literally driving all of this. If nobody was obese, bro, um, if 90%, say, of society, 80% of society even was not obese, they would have never been able to do this because it was always, you know, the you and I are germ theory deniers, right? We're automatically mm-hmm. domestic terrorists in that category, germ theory deniers, because the media is saying, and the World Health Organization and CDC are all saying the same thing. Um, you know, wear a mask six feet apart, disinfect everything around you, and then in the next sentence they say, those who are obese and have comorbidities and numerous comorbidities like diabetes and this yada, 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 are obviously very vulnerable to this. So if everybody's immune system for the most part was strong and people were eating what they were supposed to eat and using supplements, we, well, and by and large, wouldn't be nearly as sick as we are and wouldn't be obese like we are. And they just wouldn't have the, they wouldn't be able to scare the shit out of so many people. Well, I mean, I was just going to, say they might even might even still get sick if they're you know on their sure. you know, textbook healthy but at the end of the day when they hit, get hit with this fear-based trauma even if they're as healthy as the day is long they're going to listen to these supposed authorities on how to feel better how to be better how to avoid this you know and it's like here we go now and it's the fear-based trauma is going to work even more because they're talking about our children and yeah. we're all very very you know sensitive when it comes to our our children's health and well-being I just find it interesting and I'll be anxious to see how this plays out over the next several months because like my daughter's school, like there's so many kids checked out sick. I don't know if that's true about the number of people in hospital now because of this RSV and, and flu, but it sounds like there's something else going on, going, going around right now. And, you know, it's, I don't know when they're going to hit that switch as far as, Hey, you guys, the, the fit has hit the shan again. We got to lock it down. We got to, you know, I don't know what's going on because they're still doing that shit over in China. And supposedly up things a little bit, but we're, we're about to see a round two, man. And like Pat has said, and like we've said many times, please protect your children, protect your children. I mean, I'm just saying they're done with us, but they're kind of done with us, elder folk. You know, we're not old, but we're older. They're coming after our kids. Well, here's really case coming in, after yeah, our kids. and here's case in point. I get so I get people when I talk about health. Okay, when I talk about health, how to stay healthy, how to get healthy, you know, all these different things. I've I've had people. I had a guy who is a veteran and he's obese, friend of mine. And he said, I got diagnosed with, you know, this, this and this and, um, you know, chronic pain and, you know, all these other things that, that, uh, are going on with his body, massive amounts of inflammation. And, and he said, the doctor, I said, what did the doctor say? He goes, he prescribed me, you know, some oxycotons and this and that, of course, you know. And I said, huh. I go, you know, we could probably take care of your issues. You know, it d- doesn't happen overnight, but we could probably, if you 
if you maybe listen to me and eat what I tell you to eat and use some supplements that I tell you to use, you probably, you know, lose a bunch of weight and get rid of a lot of inflammation and, and you'll, you'll end up feeling a lot better. And he looked at me and goes, when you're a doctor, I'll fucking listen to you. And so, yeah, I remember you said that, which, you know, my dad used to say, hard head makes I said to him, I said to him, I go, all I'm going to tell you is, Next time you go back to see your doctor, ask him his four-point plan, five-point plan, whatever it is, on how he's going to get you off of Oxycontins and all the other shit he's got you on. How's that? And see if he's got an answer for you. Because I'm offering you an answer and a solution, and he's not offering you a solution at all, bro. You're going to stay but like that's this until the day you die. That's that kind of done. Stockholm Syndrome we've talked about. We we are. I mean, I'm not saying don't trust authority, but we're such a slave. Did you that just encourage you know what? to trust Again, authority? I, there are some authorities that, that are worth trusting, but they've ruined their credibility so many times throughout the years. And the medical industry is, tops that freaking list. What's the one of the top three ways to die in this country? And that's under medical allopathic med- medical care. But I think even there's a couple on people slave to authority. And again, man, I think people just don't care as long as they can. Go home as long as their phone's working, they their streaming services are working, their car's working, as long as they can still go to work, come home, all that bullshit. They just want to exist. They don't really want to live. And right. that's on them and that's accountability we all have to take. But I think that's what allows so much of this to happen because again, it's that kind of Stockholm syndrome. We listen to the same people who've lied to us over and over again. In in the list of what you talked about, that cat- catastrophic contagion, the same players involved who were facilitated and created this last batch of bullshit, John Hopkins, Bill and they're spearheading this next round, and people will still fall for it to a large degree, hopefully to a less degree than what happened before. But again, man, that fear-based trauma, especially as it relates to your kids, man, you're going to get people to react. I don't know. We'll see this time, man, because we have a lot more people that are sniffing this out like a fart in a freaking court. We're not falling for it this time. I sure hope not, but I can tell I can tell you this that uh, there's still going to be a massive amount of people who are it's all and it's based on division as well, right? So we know it that it is for but sure. The, the the thing is, is what is I that, try, is that, I'm trying I'm to get sorry, across to people. I'm just trying to get across to people that listen. You're afraid to stand up because you're going to lose your job, like I did. Okay, well let me let me break the news to you that eventually, when the supply chains are rusted shut. And the monetary system has collapsed and you're forced to go on digital currency and all the other things that, that are, that are taking place right now behind the scenes, which we'll get to executive order 14, uh, 14067, which spells that all out is that eventually you're not going to have a job to go to because the economy is imploding. And I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. People's comfortability is their, their most prior, the prior thing. Priority list. It's like, let me maintain my status right now, my job, my mortgage, all this other bullshit. They don't see the force for the trees and see the larger context of what's going on. As you just said, if your job's your top priority, let me tell you something there, champ or young lady, whoever, you're about to not have a job, potentially. And th- then where you lie then? Well, they're, you know, that's where, that's where they transition into, which they blamed on that Atlanta Hawks. Um, announcer having his thing not not only dehydration but it was climate climate sickness. Sweet to, God, is that what they said? Oh yeah, they've been trying to pass off the climate sickness bullshit. More strokes, more heart attacks from climate change. You know all this other stuff that where people 
just don't go away because, you know, when I go back to climate change stuff, before any of the COVID lockdown started, it was at least a year before that, they were already laying the groundwork and planting, you know, planting thoughts in people's heads. They sent home paperwork with my middle daughter, who was, I think, a sophomore at the time in high school. Yeah. And I went to, I, after I read this paper, I went to the school board and raised holy hell with them and told them they absolutely need to stop this indoctrination. It was 10 ways that a family can help mitigate climate crisis. And it was, you know, don't use water as much, you know, all this other stuff, which makes perfect sense, you know. And it gets to number six, and I couldn't believe what I read. It said, get vaccinated to help mitigate the coming climate crisis. And I thought, what in – so I went to the school board the, meeting. And it, I asked them. I said, can any of you tell me how getting vaccinated can mitigate, um, you know, some of the effects of climate crisis? Does anybody got any, – any of – you're all – half of them no. have medical – degrees they have you know college graduates at least minimum um but none of they just look at me like zombies well and they they just regurgitate points that they you know someone they think is smarter than them sent to them but this is the same thing biden said i don't know a couple years ago or whatever it's like hey in hurricane season one of your top priorities needs to be being vaccinated like what the fuck what's the fuck a hurricane got to do with being vaccinated but again if people i mean it's coming here ladies and gentlemen the best of the conspiracy farm will be up here on Red Wars soon. I strongly suggest people listen to our episode with Rosa Corey talking about Agenda 21 because she said a part of all of this agenda is making sure you're vaccinated as it relates to climate change and this, you know, the the, the fourth industrial revolution, et cetera. They want us vaccinated as a part of all. All of Marxist this, talking like, points. All Marxist talking points. All, all marching. Uh, all marching to the same absolutely. drummer. All no you know. All media repeating, 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 over and over and over. And we just we've got to look if. People don't see by now that there's, you know, nothing. The people that run this planet are absolutely satanic pedophiles, literally psychopaths. I mean, we have to agree at some yeah, point. Some dark artists without a shadow of a doubt. You know, I just I just want to have shirts made that say I don't follow health orders by pedophiles. Of <laughs> right. Well, and even and not even just pedophiles, unelected bureaucrats. These people weren't even elected to do any of these things. Fauci was never elected. Bill Gates was the WHO. These are all selected individuals to implement these global medical edicts on every human being. I mean, God, we saw what happened in Australia, New Zealand, China. I mean, it's next level what they've done. And they're trying to do it again. They're trying to tease out round two. And it's really going to be incumbent on all of us. To literally give that pushback, nonviolent civil disobedience, just non-compliance, man. And war games. What did they say at the end of war games? The best way to win is not to play. And you know, control your communities, man. You know, right. don't be sending your kid to a school that's going to expel you for not. You need we, we need to be going to our meetings, our school board meetings, so these things can't be implemented. Think globally, act locally. It has to start happening on a local freaking level. On a federal level. I mean, I'm not saying it's a lost cause, but I mean, they've been planning this for so, so very long. So the pushback really needs to be happening locally and we need to be organized. Everyone needs to be known who their sheriff is, who their county commissioner is, county executive, board of health, you know, commissioners or whatever it is. And, you know, the strength is in numbers, man. Yeah. Don't be falling for this okie doke. Like you said, how are we still falling for this? How are people, whatever, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask just for, you know, your own mitigation of whatever. Just, just so I don't have to look at your green teeth. How's that? 
Well, I mean, but if you want to do it, I, like I said, I don't care. As long as you're not hurting anybody, do what you want to do. But it belies a certain larger. I mean, it, it's a big tell when you know. Yeah, I've got my vax, my booster. I'm still wearing a mask. Like, okay, cool. You know, the vax doesn't work. Now, right? We know that. They've we now know that the mask your cloth. They told everyone. They told everyone the mask didn't work when freaking Fauci was on 60 Minutes when this shit kicked off. Masks are useless, but here you are. You got these Muppets around here rocking their fucking mask like it's going to stop something. And here they are again, round two, man. We said this ages ago. They're going to take, not ages, a few years ago. They're going to take put off their neck, our neck for a hot second, month, two, few couple years, but they're going to do this again. Right. So, so here we are. Let's let's move into, I mean, this is many a many-pronged attack, of course. But the, you know, the Balenciaga thing, you know, the, the children, our children, it goes back <clears> to our children again. Just a different angle of attack. You know, if you want to talk a little bit about those psychopaths. Well, I mean, we, yeah, we, we've we been talking about how this planet's been rung, ran by the dark artists for centuries, if not longer. And, you know, Balenciaga was essentially was started by Cristobal Balenciaga, but he he was basically tipped by... Uh, what was her name? Marquise de Casa Torres. She was a Spanish black nobility person that, you know, uh, uh, Cristobal was working with his mother, who was a seamstress. And uh, Balenci- uh, Cristobal, I'm sorry, Marquise de Casa Torres tapped her, his mother to be her main. He was in the game for a very long time. And so around his age, being like 10, 15 years old, uh uh, Marquisa de Casa Torres came through the, the, the studio and he was very insightful on patterns and all these attention to detail. So she made him his seamstress. But at the end of the day, these women, this woman was towards Spanish black nobility, but black nobility in general. And, you know, I don't want to get into too much about black nobility right now, but these are your, these are your ancient bloodlines that go back very, the very deep. Are gonna, the, Ors- the Arsenis are going to have you killed. You keep running your mouth, bro. Well, it's not, this is public information. This isn't anything that's, not, that's hidden. So anyway, you hear to 2022 and now these guys are using ads, you know, very, very dark ads with children. And this gets into, you know, and all of this is happening right now. All we're seeing more about Podesta art. We're seeing more about uh, uh, Maria Avramovich. They're, they're telling us. Yeah. They're not, they're not in another at all. fashion that our kids. They're not afraid of us at all, and our kids have targets on their back. And it's dark, man. It's absolutely dark. When you look at this art, you look at what these guys do behind closed doors, it's next level, dude. It's absolutely next level. And they're preying on our freaking children. And this is just well, one way they're preying and this on is our children. Where, but this, is, this is where I've said many times, and, and somebody finally caught on to it as well. They put out a video. Uh, I noticed... You know, I took my kids to watch Monsters, Inc. when they were younger, right? The first Monsters, Inc. and all of that. And I went, yeah. wait a minute. This is a movie about yeah. scaring the shit out of children and storing the energy and powering your city off yes. of fear. Like, this is sick. This is some sick shit. And that's what they do. Is it? Is it a parallel to the adrenochrome thing, scaring children and dreaming? Absolutely. Absolutely right. it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. Another another way how they illustrate what they're doing, and that that's the wicked genius about it, man. They're telling us what they're doing, but we just don't. And I've said this many times: there are people who don't believe that, you know, SD, you know, uh, SDA, I think it's called Satanic Ritual Abuse, SRA, or the Adrenochrome thing. If they don't think that's real, that's cool, that's fine. 
People didn't think Pizza Great was real. No, Hillary Clinton isn't running a pizza child sex thing out of a. Okay, maybe she's not, but that's not. We can't throw the baby out with the bathwater and say like none of this exists. We know they're trading in kids, kids' body parts. And we know that we know that what they use the language pizza, hot dog, pepperoni. They use that for ordering children. Yes. Period. End of story. Yeah. That's not. Without a doubt. Without. I mean, there's just been too much. You talk to Noreen Gosh and tell her this stuff doesn't exist. Noreen Gosh, who's the mother of Johnny Gosh, go online and find out, uh, look at the movies like Why Johnny Can't Come Home, etc. I mean, her kid was kidnapped at like 12, 13 years old and put into basically a king ring where where the elites were basically, you know, feeding off of children sexually. And whatever. It, it's just even gets even deeper than that. Like the movie Hostel, how these rich elites go and take people and do whatever, torture, kill. I mean, it's next freaking level. And like I was I was about to say, for people who don't believe this exists, that it's fine. Don't this. That's a testament to your humanity and that's good for you because you don't see and that's not even condescending. You don't see or you can't fathom how dark these individuals go. It's been happening for a very long time. Nothing is new under the sun. They've just found very different ways of masking what they're doing. And oftentimes they're seemingly benevolent energy and their intentions mask their much more malevolent intentions. So, you know, we got to start discerning more and protecting our kids better. I mean, this is Again, this is just one part of it. Balenciaga, all this shit. I mean, I don't know. Man. They're they're coming after our kids, and that's just that should be beyond unacceptable. Yes. Well, to recognize the problem is the first thing, and if they don't recognize the problem and don't want to admit it, then they're never going to help us defend their own children. I'm not going to be able to help them defend their children. So that's the the part of that. But that you know, it is what it is, right? But um, let's go on to the financial aspect of some of the things that are going on. Uh, no, no. First, I want to come, cover the renewal of the NDAA. You saw the Republicans were fighting uh, with the I Democrats about, yesterday. I heard it yesterday. about saying that, you know, for them to renew the NDAA, military members who did not want to get the get the uh, COVID vax uh, needed to be allowed back in the military if they wanted back in and, and without that mandate attached to it. And apparently the administration had you know had agreed to that part of it so but here's the point is now right now people who vote republican are cheering and going yeah rah yeah the good guys the good guys the good guys but they voted to renew the ndaa that allows for propaganda in the media and a lot of other horrible shit where again we're calling mothers who go to school board meetings and raise hell with school boards domestic terrorists well what's it say in the ndaa about droning Domestic terrorists, right? Without a shadow of a doubt. This has been renewed by every – I'm not sure when it was, but, I mean, this is ne- – again, we get so caught up in the extreme tribalism, the right, left, et cetera. This, this document or this mandate or whatever you want to call it, executive order, I'm not sure exactly how that plays out with um, the NDAA. It allows for indefinite detentions of potential t- terrorists allows no due process for potential terrorists. It allows, allows potential assassination. It allows the legalization of propaganda on American citizens. Now, great, we, we want terrorists to be looked at and and surveilled, et cetera, but there's a fine line now who they're calling terrorists. I, yeah, but how can, the, how can the terrorists and the government surveil themselves? They're not going to do that. Well, <laughs> you said it, not me. But, I mean, at the end of the day, again, this goes back to the fear-based conditioning. They scared the shit out of us during 9-11, said XYZ is a terrorist. We need to set up all these draconian measures to go after these terrorists. And as that morphed, it it, it, it did wind up morphing 
individuals who just didn't agree with certain narratives. You know, moms are now potential domestic terrorists because they want to protect their kids. Anybody who speaks against any official narrative, we've seen, I don't know how, how much credence I give to these Twitter files or whatever, but we know what they've been doing. They've, you and I suffered it many years over time doing the conspiracy farm. The shadow blacklisting, the, you know, the deplatforming, the demonetization, we know what's happening. It's been going on for a long freaking time. And if you think Elon Musk is going to be your savior, I, you know, I got some, uh, some lakefront property and or you know oceanfront property in Iowa for you, right? So people should start looking into, you know the the NDAA a little bit more and talking to their you know talking to their representatives in Washington D.C. about this stuff uh, because this is yeah this is this is bad. It, Whoever it's literally it it's on um, its face unconstitutional, anti American, anti first anti Bill of Rights, and it's been renewed by however many different presidents. I don't want to get too deep into it, but this this really bugs me about how we LARP about our rights. We, we do have these rights. We need to really assert them. But we have, as I've said, they have been using the Constitution for toilet paper for freaking decades. Do executive orders, national security memorandums, et cetera, et cetera, things like the NDAA. They give us this false notion that we're free and there's no other bigger slave that, than those you know falsely believe they're free but while at the same time they're just doing all these different measures which show us they don't care about our constitution and our bill of rights look at what they've done to the first amendment look at what they've done to the freedom of assembly the ndaa in and of itself it's just straight up anti-american anti-constitutional i'm going to say legislation but mandates or whatever but nobody even knows about it champ right well, not to say nobody knows about it, but nobody really even cares. Or I wouldn't say they care, but it's it gets swept under the rug, and we wind up caring about all these things we shouldn't care about. I don't care about a little freaking fashion designer slash rapper and what he says about. I mean, it's it, it, if he's going to say it and it's erroneous, I get it. You know, it's it's fucked up some of the things he's saying, but that's on our radar about what Kanye or whatever his name West is saying. Who's the people that Ghislaine Maxwell was tra um, trafficking children to? We know nothing about, nothing about right. the Epstein Black Book that had all these heavy hitters in it, but we know all about R. Kelly. We know all about freaking – and I'm not even saying it's racial because I'm saying two black dudes, but our priorities are all fucked up. We trip about shit we shouldn't trip on, but we are absolutely silent as mice about things that we should be absolutely losing our mind about. Well – I can say when you're talking about raising hell about children and Ghislaine Maxwell and all the stuff that went on on Rape, Rape Island and everything else, MMA star Joel Bauman is being canceled currently. You know, he was calling out Jimmy Kimmel, right, um, and calling out the media, calling out Hollywood, calling out everybody and saying, you're all pedophiles unless you guys, unless we get that list of people, we want that definitive list from the court case so that we know who to go after, right? And He's been canceled. He can't get fights now. He can't get fights anywhere. And, you know, he wasn't a UFC champion uh, I mean, that, like Edesanya. Like Edesanya said it once. Edesanya said, you know, where is the list? I want to know where the list is, which God bless Edesanya for saying it, you know, as a UFC champion. But Joel yeah. Bauman, Joel Bauman, who's an, an amazing fighter and a very, very uh, stand-up guy, um, he can't get fights anywhere. I say we get him in caged aggression if we have to, and and you know get him a get him a bunch of money that way. But uh, one way or another. But that's the thing is he's being canceled for standing up for children. Think of that. 
And that's what's going on in the world. And the one thing that I have noticed is not a lot of people come to your rescue when you get canceled. They just don't give a shit. They don't give a no. shit. What? Well, and it goes back to what I was saying. Everybody's too comfortable. The courage of our convictions takes a backseat to our comfortability. Everyone should be rushing to this man's aid and to his defense or anybody who's speaking truth to power. But nobody wants to because we're in a culture where you can lose your livelihood. And you, someone who did absolutely nothing going to Washington, D.C., wasn't even close to the Capitol, got murked and scorched because you were just there. And just the just the per- perception of that and the metrics that you know, of just you being there, you had no control of what picture you were taking, what fucking symbol. You're Pat Militich. You take thousands and thousands of pictures every you know every year, but right. somehow this was worthy of your cancellation. Just being in proximity, and that's you know the whole guilty by association. Just being in proximity to whatever madness that was going down, and that's just that's just the tipping point. Yeah. So, um, let's the talk about police, 1984, George Orwell. It's real. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Let's talk about something. I want to talk about this, uh, before we get off of here, because this is super important that I was actually able to get some state legislators, a state senator from one state and then a couple of, uh, representatives from our home state of Iowa to actually listen to me and go, wow, you're actually onto something here. So, I I text uh, a, a state senator, and I don't know, stop me if I've talked about this before, uh, and I said, have you considered sponsoring a bill to ban weather modification in your state? And he said, you know who our friend is from Illinois probably, our good friend who's been on our old podcast. So anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, and he, he texted back and said, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. And so I said, and this is what I want our listeners to do, is Google search weather modification companies, and you'll have a shitload of them come up. After you research them and the planes that they're using, they've even, yeah, they've got planes, the designs, and everything on their websites, all kinds of stuff. Then do uh, Google search and research on weather modification legislation in Washington, D.C., and your home state. Then after you do that, you've gotten that far into the research and proving that it does exist and that legislation has permitted it, that then research weather modification or, sorry, the what's being, what compounds, what chemicals, so to speak, are being sprayed in the aerosols from these aircraft. And you'll pull up barium and aluminum oxide and some other things. And then I want you to research the effects of barium and aluminum oxide on the soil, on crops and plants on wildlife, on livestock, and human health. Just the effects of barium and aluminum oxide on human health are so detrimental that I think most people would shit themselves if they learned about it. Aluminum oxide alone is very, very detrimental to human respiratory systems and all living mammals and birds' respiratory systems. So they well, say. What are we, we suffering from now? Respiratory illnesses. Interesting. Yes, exactly, exactly. And then we go a little bit further into it, and we say, okay, they say that they're creating cloud cover to keep temperatures down. Well, then people have to realize that we need sunlight on our skin to create vitamin D, which is very instrumental in our immune systems. And then we also need sunlight to grow crops, grow f- enough food to feed the masses. So. 
I want you to call your legislator after you do the research and compile the information, call your representative in your state from your area, whatever, and say, I want you to sponsor a bill banning weather modification in our state. Make it a no-fly zone. Whatever you got to do, I want it stopped. Because I don't know, for those out there that have been or haven't been paying attention, look up in the skies and see these jets, you know, doing checkerboards across the sky, and then all of a sudden it's cloudy for, you know, the rest of the day. It's 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 so obvious. And it's, it's and, and again, it's not one of those. It's 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 public information, ladies. I've said this, I think, one of our last couple episodes. Look up John Brennan addressing the Council of Foreign Relations, talking about geoengineering and weather technology, cloud seeding. Look up uh, G. Edward Griffin's documentary, What in the World Are They Spraying, talking about this very, very thing. Check out when as soon as the archives of the Conspiracy Fire come up on the chant on Red Voice Media. Here, look up our with uh, Jim Lee. We get deep into it on all the different legislations. Even in the U.N., they've signed different documents saying you cannot use uh, uh, weather technology uh, you can't weaponize uh, weather technology. So it's not even a matter of like if it's ex- if it exists. That's why it's so funny when people I actually had a conversation with somebody at work like there's no weather weapons. You're a grown ass fucking man, dude. I get it. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, the earth is flat or, you know, any nonsense. Th- this is this is easily discernible, track downable information that geotechnology, geoengineering, cloud seeding definitely exists. They do it in Abu Dhabi or in certain desert countries to create, uh, you know, rain. Because they don't get much rain. So it's not a matter of if it exists. Just go find well, out like, that it does. It's, and it they're, they're using it. It literally parallels with, okay, biological, you know, bioweapons laboratories. Okay, we know they're weaponizing viruses. But who are they weaponizing them for? Pretty obvious by now that it's for us. Chemical warfare. Well, it's pretty obvious. People are suffering from an overload of chemicals in their cells, Right the disease and obesity and everything else is proof of that. So when they talked about weaponizing weather to be able to create a, say a massive thunderstorm over, you know, your enemy's troop movements, right? Whatever. That's, that was what, what was visualized when in reality they've weaponized the weather against the citizens. So chemical, biological and weather have all been weaponized and directed at us. So that's, yeah, with that that's the reality of all of it. The subsequent effect, as we've talked about many times, our food, our water, our air, our soil are tainted because of these technologies. And that's the thing. You know, of course, it's not an overt technical program, but they've been using biochemical warfare on us for a very, very, very long time. And the proof is in, you know, our, our soil quality quality our water quality our soil quality i mean it's again it's not this isn't a puzzle man this really isn't a puzzle it's just we just have to recognize that things are as bad as they are and you know going back to who runs this shit man the eugenics the eugenicists hate all of us they will divide us into whatever group they can to keep us distracted but believe me they hate a single one of us yeah they they hate the left and the right they look at us as Yes, lower than the lowest e- white form. Everything that we are divided on, they hate you too. You're you're whatever binary, polyamorous, black, white, female, red, blue. It's about dividing us into the groups and then playing the groups off against each other while they continue their nefarious actions of decimating every single one of us, laughing their ass off at you and I, not literally you and I. Arguing about who's going to win at WrestleMania 3. Is it 
Hulkster or Andre the fucking giant. I'm telling you, I think the Hulkster's got it, dude. He's younger. Andre's family. I mean, they actually have these literal, com- literal conversations about the nuance of the rig, the rig system or the rig game. I hate to use that reference all the time, but I'm a big old school professional wrestling fan, but I digress. They hate Again, us all, man. They- yeah. They're doing it. They're doing it to everybody. The chemicals, the biological and the weather. It's happening to everyone. They're not, they're not differentiating. They're doing it to everyone. And so. Just for God's sakes, wake up, people. Let's wake up. Well, and again, we we talked about this, man. A lot of the the larger geopolitical stuff we cannot control, but we can control how we're this is why we have all these conversations about self-sufficiency, permaculture, if you can do it, growing your own food. Like the only way to really know that your food, your water is good is to grow it and take care of it and cultivate it yourself. Is, is it going to be in 100% silver bullet? Probably not, but it's going to be better than what the fuck we're doing now. Lining up at at uh, McDonald's, which again, we're not going to save everybody. Not everybody's going to want to take care of themselves and create a better future for themselves and their family. But the people who do start creating communities, man, reach out to each other. This is what's going to save us, man. This is absolutely what's going to save us. The power in numbers, uh, local, smaller level. Your smaller communities, your smaller municipalities, get to know your sheriff, get to know your county commissioners, et cetera, and, you know, create groups that you guys can have these kind of conversations because that's where the that's where the real uh, stem is going to be. T- uh, the tide's going to be stemmed is when we start pushing back local. Yeah. And, and last I, but not I, I last but not least, last but not least, we'll talk about uh, Biden's executive order. It's not new in the news. But it's come back up because it's getting ready to be implemented, the digital currency by the central banks, Wells Fargo, and, you know, other other American banks are involved, obviously. But uh, Executive Order 14067, people can look that up, read Section 4, where they talk about, you know, the surveillance, mass surveillance of people, monitoring your bank accounts, um, dictating what you can and cannot buy. You know, there's a lot of stuff in there, you know, that is the – it is the, you know, the social, the social credit system is what it is. They're implementing it and testing it on American citizens. And it's a soft, kind of a soft approach to it initially, but everybody who banks with those banks, I strongly encourage you to leave those banks. Pull your money and go somewhere else that's not implementing this. Check out your local credit unions for sure. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, it, even going back to the beginning of, of credit cards, that was kind of it wasn't a digital currency, but that was like how we got into digital transactions, et cetera. And, you know, what we're about to see now and you're you're absolutely right, man. We said this before. China is the model for where we're going. I've said and I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but that's where we're going. Fiat currency is going to the wayside and we are moving towards digital currency. And as we talk to our boy Angelo, I mean, things are. We're moving from a resource-based system to an energy-based system where they're monitoring everything, and everything we're going to be able to do is going to be based off our of, of energy, and we're going to have credits, if you will. And if you step out of line, we're going to have a you know facial recognition cameras to get you. You can't fly, can't ride the bus, the social credit system, the UBI. This is all going towards Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. You guys have to look that up. The game is changing right before our eyes, man for our eyes and you know hard head makes a soft ass if you don't get it then you don't get it but you again in the age of information ignorance is a choice we've been told and we've been shown where this is headed so it's up to us to get it together for you know if we don't care about it for ourselves at least our kids man i got a grandson yeah 
now I'm a grandma. Like, I at least want to tighten my shit up for the, for the world that we're leaving our children and our children's children. Because, like I said, I think they're probably a little bit done with us, you know. But, you know, this is why the propaganda part is so huge and the conditioning part is so huge because they don't have to use bullets anymore. They're going after hearts and minds. And these these guys of social engineering and, and psyops, et cetera. And that's what they're going for, man, that asymmetrical warfare where they don't have to shoot you in the face or get rid of you because that's, you know, they don't want to get rid of you. They want you around, but they want you thinking a very certain way. And that's what we're seeing right now, left and right. Yes, sir. So anyway, Jeff, anything else in closing that you'd like to talk about before we? No, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. I I definitely I just want to give a big thanks to Red Voice Media uh, for giving us this platform. Pat and I have been stewing for several years as we shut the conspiracy farm down um, and transition to more positive Granted, this conversation has a certain dark tone to it, but ultimately it's about taking charge of your own life and your own survivability and your own self-sustainability for yourself, for your children, for your families and your communities. Again, we can't control when, when you talked about the, the, this um, latest new event, 21 spearheaded out Belgium. We, we would be remiss if we didn't recognize that Brussels, Belgium is the head of the EU and all that goes into what the EU is and how it was formulated, et cetera. They do not have our best interest in mind, ladies and gentlemen, and they're literally about to revisit what they did a couple years ago. And it'll only succeed as much as we allow it to succeed. When you get into that that Bugs Life movie, I forget what it was. If the bigger bugs were like, the, yeah, if you if allow one to stand up, they'll all stand. Up. They'll all stand up if they realize there's more of them than there are of us. We're in trouble, and that's what really needs to happen. And again, everyone just needs to. It's a it's a it's a it's a mind thing, man. It's um, don't be so comfortable that you allow your kids to be put into this to this nonsense where it's and don't allow yourself to be weaponized against your fellow Americans. Bueno, absolutely, and that's a, that's a very much larger point, champ. The divisions that are going on here, ladies and gentlemen, are next level, and I get it. We're we're extremely tribal human beings, but we have to understand that we are being played off against each other. By while they laugh their asses off and watch us fight each other. We've got to wake up and find out the commonality within us all, man. You know, Kennedy said it was like, what kind of a peace do I mean and what kind of a peace do we seek? We all breathe the same air. We all cherish our children's futures. We are all mortal or something to that effect. I mean, way more in common than we do different. And as soon as we can realize that and recognize that it's about our kids, man, it's about our freaking kids. But I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. All right. So, you know, at least spread the word about this podcast, about Red Voice Media. Number one, we we appreciate you guys tuning in. And also spread the word. Don't, don't, don't follow the orders. Don't follow the mandates that are coming. Please keep your business open. Don't wear a mask. Stand up to this. And let's, let's try and surf some freedom for once. Absolutely. It only, it only, these programs, these these are only allowed to succeed if we participate in them. Again, the best way to win is not to play, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, talk to you soon, Jeffrey. Absolutely. Love you, brother.